0: to our home libraries and for today's spooky episode we're going to be discussing the path of thorns by ag slatter slater slatter i was thinking it was slater but it might be slatter with the two t's we're unsure (laughs) but i will look for the pronunciation um we're going to ruin this book for you so if this is something that you want to read make sure you stop listening before we get into the questions and do come back once you have read it we'd love to have you back And head over to our Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube channel to check out some additional content. All of those are our home libraries, plural, because we are two people. Yeah.
1: So, for this book, as part of Spooky Season, we're going to be following our lead. Her name is Asher Todd, and she has arrived to Moorhead Estates. (laughs) Moorhead. (laughs) Moorhead. It's a town near where Carrie and I both have lived at one point.
0: It's not Moorhead in the book. (laughs) Morewood. That was was like a a Freudian Freudian slip.
1: arrives to the Morwood estate to be the governess for the three children that live there. And although she has really no knowledge of being a governess, she is very smart. She's grown up in, um, like a university town. She's learned a lot from the university, the people that work there, but then also some of her knowledge has kind of like a darker edge to it. You start getting the sense that she maybe has some witch-like tendencies with herbs and potions and such. Mm-hmm. And um, when she gets to Morwood, we realize that things aren't exactly as they seem, and that Asher is holding on to secrets of her own. She begins to develop a lot more, like, affection and love for these children than she originally thought, as well as people that live in the town, or they call it the Tarn, but the ghosts of her past are starting to catch up to her.
0: Yeah. Ghosts. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) So, I rated this three out of five. It kind of took me off guard initially that the language felt very old, but the content that it contained seemed more modern. Like, there were same-sex relationships, which, if we take the context of the language, we're talking about, like, Europe in the, what, 1800s kind of language, which same-sex relationships would not have occurred at that point. So... It kind of threw me off, but like I overall enjoyed the story. I didn't dislike it, but there's also nothing that really stuck out to me as particularly revolutionary or particularly horror or anything like that.
1: Yeah, I would agree with all of that. I also gave it three out of five um, thorns. The reason being same thing. It kind of took me a little bit to get into it because it was like that dated language mm-hmm. and it felt you know, a little bit older in a way when you're reading it. Um and there were some really like fun elements in it, but yeah, is it something totally unique? No, I guess it kinda has been described on a lot of like on Goodreads and stuff like that as being like a gothic horror.
0: Yeah. And you do
1: feel that way you're in this like you know, well off estate yeah. and it feels like old money. You and get like, like that. dark
0: academia kind of vibes. Mm-hmm. For
1: yeah. Sure. But um, I thought some of the scenes were like a little like too long or like almost it took too much to build up to it. Mm -hmm. Um, But overall, it is good and it is a good like spooky read because we have mythical creatures, we have um, magic, ghosts, and in case for the video and our audio, there are fireworks going off in my neighborhood
0: right now. Yeah. And there probably will be more by the time (laughs) we're recording this. Um, Because we're recording this well ahead of time, so... It is the day for fireworks. Anyway, the questions we're discussing today come from the website for Michelle Pariza Wasek, who came up with some general questions for psychological thrillers and for supernatural horror-type hey. stories. If you're hearing this in the background as well, it's thundering a little bit. It, there has been heat thunder. Look, today you're just going to hear all, all the different the backgrounds. <laughs> <on ourselves. laughs> that we can't do anything about nature or neighbors setting off fireworks. Anyway, we're gonna link the questions in the description for this episode as usual. And then I did make up a couple questions of my own, like
1: more specific to this book. Yeah, definitely. So, first spooky season, we are focusing kind of on these supernatural elements. So, the supernatural elements that were referenced, we have witches and witchcrafts that were mentioned in this. Um, How was it used? Was it metaphorical for something? Why or why not?
0: No, I don't think it was metaphorical. There was like actual witchcraft. Like Asher was practicing witchcraft. Yes. Those literal references. And even like the supernatural stuff, there was a ghost. Um, There were werewolves, which we only really get introduced to one. Um, It was. Exactly what it was, Yeah. yeah.
1: But what I did like about this is that the being like a witch also kind of went hand-in-hand with, like, being a healer, Mm -hmm. so they very much tied it in with that Asher Asher grew up in this university town where they also were training, like, physicians. It was a very common thing, Um, but so then in that town, people would go to physicians for things, but then there'd also be kind of, like, these fringe groups that it wouldn't be, like, you know, you go up to the doctor's office, you know, front door. It would be, like, going to someone who knows more about, like, witchcraft and stuff like that, so... My dogs are also scratching <laughs> at the door because of the thunder and the fireworks. you love
0: this episode right this now. This is gonna be an
1: interesting <laughs> The one. most
0: chaotic episode. <laughs> um, yes. And then we kind of... Or I guess I want to say that, like, these fringe groups were willing to treat things that doctors weren't necessarily. Like, if the doctors couldn't do anything... Then people would then go to... Seek them out, ...these yes. women who could potentially do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But then throughout the story, I feel like I personally kind mm-hmm. of questioned Asher as the narrator. Did you trust her at all? Yeah, it was... So, we kind of get this early sense,
1: or like early on in the book, that there is something else going on with her, like that maybe yeah. she's not just going there for like a new job. Like, yeah. there's something that happened in her past and she talks about like a relationship with her mom that does seem like it was not a great relationship. Um so yeah, you start to think that maybe she's not like who she says she is. Yes, yeah. so the question is, is Asher fully trustworthy? No.
0: No.
1: No, she is a she's not the most reliable narrator.
0: Yeah, uh, you get this sense that she was Kind of sent there for a mission, and she kind of was, in that the previous governess that they had disappeared, and her the, the previous governess's aunt hired Asher to try to figure out what happened to said governess. Um so that's kind of like why she is there but then there's also this overarching thing of like before her mother's death her mother asked her to do something and we never really know what that is until it happens right so i mean you trust her but you also don't trust her because she's keeping things from us Mm -hmm. yeah she went there with
1: some good intentions like to be a governess to help take care of these children to help her the uh teacher kind of gets some closure for her family yeah but then also there's stuff that asher needs to accomplish on mm-hmm. her own that she's not totally yeah. forthright
0: it was kind of like this thing with the governess was a way for her to get in to do the other things that she, that she wanted to, to do. do yeah for sure this novel we eventually see has a pretty large emphasis on family so how did you see that the family dynamics play a role with asher's actions and other characters actions yeah the honestly
1: the whole thing is just a very toxic dysfunctional family it really is so we end up finding out that asher is is a blood related to this family that she is now the governess for yeah but the matriarch of the family lenora is
0: demanding i would say yeah and very um, and like almost
1: cruel in a yeah. way. Like everything she does is for herself, and and from a, um like a very vain standpoint. Everything she does is to look good. Mm-hmm. Um, so how she treats other people can be very very poor. Yeah, if they've done something that could make her look bad. So we find out that um, Asher's mother was was the daughter of Lenora, and she sent her mm-hmm. away with nothing when she found out that. She was pregnant because that would have embarrassed Lenora. It was out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. It was also with a priest. Just a mess.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, so it starts with Lenora being toxic. We see then her son, who's kind of the head of the state, but really then it ends up being Lenora who's like trying to run everything. He's a terrible person. He is a terrible person. Um, Asher's mother, um, terrible. So it's this. It's this very toxic, cyclical.
0: Yeah. It just feels like they all have this sense of entitlement. Because, according to legends, they were the family that tamed the land that they live in now. Yeah. And because of that, they feel that they are entitled to have things that they don't necessarily earn in any respect. And that then gets past... I mean, we all know that when it especially a male child, and this is no offense to anyone who's raising a son or is a son raised by a woman. (laughs) Um, But, like, when sons are raised with that sense of entitlement, it makes them more cruel, and it also, like, takes on a different note as to, like, not only are they entitled to things, but they are entitled to people. Mm. Um, So, yeah, we definitely see that. Luther was his name. He had a lot of extramarital relationships um, and didn't seem to care whether those produced offspring or not. No regard. Yeah. But yeah, and
1: and then, but I think that the family dynamics is really important. What we see when Asher comes in that it, I feel as though towards the end, she was trying to like break that cycle in a way or tried to make things better than it was.
0: Yeah. Trying. Yeah. Kind of difficult. She still made a mess is, of things. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. So then, kind of jumping forward to the end, did the end surprise you at all? No, I
1: think that ultimately, like for there to be any sort of positive resolution, Lenora and Heloise, which is Lenora's daughter, Asher's mother, had to die. There's there was no scenario of them living that would have been positive for like the children or like the future of for the grandkids. Yeah, right. Um, So, no, I'm not shocked that that was how, like, that they ended up both, like,
0: passing away. Yeah, I mean, you kind of hope at one point that um, Asher does a little bit of this witchcraft, and she puts her mother, Heloise, into Luther's body, because Heloise died. Um, But, so, she does that, and then you kind of hope that Heloise is gonna be better than Luther in some sense, but she's not. No. And that just, like, makes it even worse. Like, she was doing this because she thought she was gonna get some kind of acknowledgement from her mother that she did a good thing, and then her mother was like, and that, straight bitch. And she just
1: wanted more. Yeah. It was like no matter how much Asher gave her, mm-hmm. she was always going to want more and wasn't going to be thankful for anything that she got up until that point.
0: Yeah. And as soon as the grandmother finds out that she can do this kind of thing, the grandmother like starts planning to have her put into her granddaughter's body and her granddaughter is a child. Like nine. Yeah. Yeah. It... And then as soon as Heloise learns that grandmother was trying to do that, Heloise was like, oh, we'll just kill grandma and I'll put myself in the kid's body. And that's just like...
1: It was really messed up. It It actually reminded me, and I don't want to like, spoiler alert, because I don't want to ruin a movie for someone, but do you remember the old... It was pretty old. It was with Kate Hudson, but it was called The Skeleton Key. Vaguely? It was an old, like, horror movie, and so don't listen if if you do want to watch it, Mm -hmm. but... The premise of that, it was kind of like voodoo, like um, Mm. magic, where you would be put into someone else's body, like you would switch roles. And Mm. so it was these people that were, you know, from, I don't even know what the year was, but they kept putting themselves in like younger people's body to stay around forever, which is kind of a creepy, but interesting. And it's kind of scary.
0: What is the point of doing that? Like, don't you get to a certain point in your life where you're like, yeah, I've lived enough. I'm good. Yeah. You would think, but
1: instead, you want to live just keep going for hundreds
0: of years. Maybe it's like the power
1: of being able to do it. I don't know.
0: I wouldn't want to do that. That's for sure.
1: Me neither. Yeah. So this book did have a little bit of a love story in it. We have a love interest between Asher and Eli, and at the end, Asher is weighing her options of what she thinks she should do: should she leave, should she stay? Why do you think it is that she decides to leave,
0: and do you think Eli will find her someday? Um, I think that she mostly leaves to escape from her mother in the sense that, like, that estate is her mother. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, left Eli behind because she didn't want anyone to stop her from leaving. But I do think Eli will try to find her. There was, like, one point where... She asked him if he would ever leave the town. And he was like, what would my motivation be for that? I feel like he was kind of baiting her. Like, hoping that she would say, if I wanted to leave, would you go with me?
1: Yeah. I think that she was leaving this day because,
0: like, there was nothing positive left there for her. She can't escape what's happened there. Right. She has to move on.
1: And I do think
0: that Eli will end up maybe finding her. Yeah, for sure. So, the whole premise of the title of this book it was actually kind of like a smaller part of the story than i expected it to be but there's this scene between asher and lunid who is kind of like a maid in the house she kind of just does odd and end jobs she lives there and she recounts the story that her grandmother would tell her where a girl walks and her feet always hurt so she goes to various people um people who are women, her mother, her grandmother, every other woman in the village, and she's saying to them that her feet hurt, and every one of them just says yes. So Lunid is like, I never really understood this story, but Asher says it's life, a woman's life is a path of thorns. So what examples do you see in this book that are like thorns, and do you think that a woman's life today is a path of thorns? yeah so I feel like especially in this book it was
1: very clear that um, the men of this time had more privileges than mm-hmm. the women so it was only males that were going to school to become the physicians mm-hmm. but then you mentioned it earlier on that when there was stuff that like the physicians couldn't treat people would then go seek out these healers or witches which were I feel like most of the time it was only women really yeah. that we heard this about so we see that There's not really a great place for women. It's either you can do this stuff quietly, or else you'll be killed for witchcraft. Um, But you can't, you couldn't go to school. So it's very clear in this world that there's a very stark difference between male and females, and that women's life in this book would be definitely a path filled with thorns. It's very, every step you take is very hard. Yeah. Do I think that that's the case present day? Sometimes.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Do I think that we're better off than where this book is set? Yes. Mm -hmm. Is there room to go? Yes.
0: There are still, I mean, males have more privilege than women in this world, but, you know, at least women can work the same jobs as men. Yeah. We're working toward equal pay. You know, it's complicated. And you know what? Not to bring this up, but I'm going to bring it up. Women go through a lot of stuff biologically Mm -hmm. that men do not have to go through, and that in and of itself is a path of thorns. Yes, this is true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Men, they got it easy on the biology front. It
1: does seem that way. (laughs) Any other statements you want to make about that question? No. I do feel like for it to be the title of the book I thought that that story would maybe come out like
0: earlier yeah or be more significant yeah it's just like this passing conversation and that's
1: what I mean about like sometimes some of like the stories I'm like did we need that like I feel like that could have been woven in more to the
0: story maybe Mm -hmm. but it's still a good read I don't want
1: to um
0: bash it or anything it could have come from someone like more significant to Asher's life than yeah yeah Is there anything left in this book that you're still thinking about? I keep thinking about... So the
1: mother of the children, uh, Jasmine, I think is her name, was sent away because she was kind of this weak and feeble woman and they said that she needed to go away to like recoup.
0: She had hysteria, as they said back in the day. Yeah.
1: But really, she was just getting like beat up by Luther because it was terrible.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But I just... I hope... That when she gets back and Luther's gone, that she will be a good mother. So that's something I am a little worried about because I think she is a good mother, but she's been, like, beaten down. So I I hope that she can, like, be a strong force for her children. Because now she's really all that's
0: left. I think between her and, I can't remember the woman's name, but she was the cook in the house. I think between the two of them, like, they are very good. Yes. They would be, like, a good to raise. Yeah,
1: that's a good kids. point. That makes me do- that makes me feel a little bit better. And in, like, I don't feel like the
0: question. cook would just abandon. No.
1: Because she went with yeah um, she was her like companion.
0: Handmaiden, I think is what is they her? were saying. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then the other question I kind of had is so we Eli we meet is he's part wolf or like a werewolf type creature. Yeah. But I wonder like are there other supernatural creatures in this world that we didn't like hear about I
0: mean there have gotta be. For this to be like Marketed as like gothic horror fairy tale, you can't have werewolves and not have other things, yeah. Like, we have werewolves, we have ghosts. Surely, there are vampires somewhere in this world. We just
1: didn't meet them yet,
0: yeah. Surely, there are other mythical beings Mm -hmm. that exist. And she, the author, has written another book in this world that we have not read. Maybe there's more in that book. Um, maybe she's gonna write more in this world, and there will be. More, More mythical creatures. Supernatural things. Yeah. Never know. Any other questions that you have that you're thinking about? Not really. This just kind of felt like a, a book to read, but it didn't really make me... Question stuff. Ponder life or anything like that. Totally fair. Yeah.
1: So, our final question that we do for Spooky Season, with a bang. Yeah. If <laughs> you heard the fireworks. Um, but in honor of Spooky Season, was there anything you found the most spooky in this book, or the most spooky scene?
0: I think the spookiest thing is that we don't have the whole story from the beginning. We don't initially understand Asher's motivation for being at this estate. And we don't initially know what exactly she's planning to do there. So there's this level of suspense through the whole story where you're like, okay, what is happening here? Mm -hmm. What is going on? But in terms of, like, things that frightened me, there wasn't anything. Yeah. I did find a couple...
1: spots to be like a little bit spooky the in the beginning when asher's walking to the estate she feels like something's like watching her or following her oh yeah and that's i
0: always kind of creepy
1: yeah that did make me feel like a little like oh okay this is definitely going to be a spooky um book and then her mother coming back like as a ghost the fact that she found her even after she left where yeah. her mother was i found that to
0: be a little unsettling yeah that Maybe. a ghost would follow a person instead of being attached to a thing. Yes. yes. Yeah. Because you assumed that ghosts would be attached to a house or to an object. Sure. But like she was following her daughter.
1: Yes. So those two things definitely creep me
0: out. Yeah. That is kind of creepy. I'll agree so for our next episode we're hoping to shift a little bit we are midway through spooky season we'd like to do a question and answer episode so at some point in the beginning of october we will have posted a poll of some sort on our instagram if you have questions make sure you check that out we'll be sure to post another one between now and when we record that episode but yeah do ask us questions so that we can up that. an episode <laughs> so we can actually do that one. If not, it's just going to be cookie cutter questions from the internet. And do we really want to listen to that? I don't know. That could be fun though. Either way, we'll figure out something. So it won't be
1: um, a book per episode,
0: it's going to no. be something
1: a little different. Yeah. And then if you did enjoy this conversation today, make sure you come back. We had one other spooky episode so far this year. We have a couple more coming for the month. We have the spooky episodes from last year if you're into the spooky. Mm-hmm reads but we have a bunch of other stuff so check out our instagram our youtube
0: Um, do think about checking out our um the shining episode from last year because dr sleep is on the docket for this year so yeah if you want to keep up with that series
1: (laughs) yeah check it out but yeah so thank you again everyone for joining in and we'll talk with you next time yeah
0: Bye. bye